0: <laughs> My favorite. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. I'm so excited today to have another one of the wonderful bundle contributors to the Ultimate Weight Loss Bundle, Dr. Brooke Goldner. She's going to be telling you all about her offering in the bundle. What's the bundle? Well, it's 111 products, ebooks, courses, videos. Audio, there's so much I can't even explain it. You got to click the link, even if you don't buy, just to see the breadth and depth of what it is with these wonderful plant-based doctors, plant-based chefs, plant-based athletes, influencers, over a thousand recipes, selling Separately for over $4,700, but for the ridiculously low price, just for another five days of $49. And if you take into account the $10 off coupon from Plant Strong Products, it's like $39. It's ridiculous. And I know it's hard to believe until you get it. And everybody said, I can't believe it. This is amazing. And this doctor is amazing. I'm sure you've heard of her. She's been on my show before. She's doing such great things in the world. And she's going to tell you all about what she contributed to the bundle and also talk about how to get a fax a fast, not a fat metabolism, a fast metabolism, and lose weight rapidly. Please welcome Dr. Brooke Goldner. Boy, that was a mouthful. <laughs>
1: you no, know, you are a testament to plant-based eating because <laughs> you're just, you know, five interviews a day going strong, and you're just as
0: perky and upbeat as you were before. So, I mean, you're- you know, and- it, to that. Thank you. And it is the food and I do get tired. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a super person, but, I, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine when I think about my past diet of Coke Slurpees and Dr. Peppers, I'd be like right now, like asleep, you know, right after lunch, but no, oh, I was Dunkin' Donuts and the really
1: big uh, coffee and Diet Coke. Yeah. But it's funny because it really does affect people. When, when um, my, my husband and I were teaching at a retreat one, and it was a relationship retreat and it was five days and we were doing 12 hour days on stage, 9am to 9pm. And some of the other trainers asked us halfway through, they said, how do you guys have the same energy at 9 p.m. as you have at 9 a.m.? We're dying here and you guys are just perky. And we said, it's our diet. And they said, we'll do whatever you're doing. And they did. They switched. And now they bring green smoothies whenever they're on stage. They bring it for the staff and they're sharing it with the world. You know, their weight went down. They feel so good. But People have no idea that if they're tired, it's not a caffeine deficiency. It's, it's a nutrition deficiency, right? Absolutely. And when
0: they're depressed, it's not a Zoloft deficiency. When they have heart disease, it's not a statin deficiency.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So what have you been up to? You said you're on the nutrition advisory board for Forbes. What does that yeah. mean? Forbes
1: Medical Advisory Board. So uh, Forbes has a medical advisory board
0: where they will
1: ask us for content or ask us to review um, information that, that is coming out for the public for medical accuracy. So it gives me some access to be able to influence uh, what kind of information about health is being spread to the public, especially through
0: Forbes. So it's really That is exciting. very wonderful. That's amazing. So tell us about what you're contributing to the bundle.
1: Okay, so uh, for a while now, uh, most popular thing that, that I have that people buy from the public besides my books is I have these online classes and it's five hours of me teaching Um, all of the foods that make you sick and why, uh, especially the uh, science behind the inflammatory pathways. So a lot of people understand, you know, nutrition and heart disease or nutrition and diabetes even, but not necessarily nutrition and inflammation and autoimmune disease. And that's what I'm known for. I'm lupus-free 16 years. I've helped thousands of people get rid of autoimmune disease. And so I really broke it down in terms of the science of how, what you eat develops your inflammation pathway or your anti-inflammatory pathway. So, and then on top of that, I have dozens and dozens of case studies in reversing autoimmune diseases with supermarket foods and people with scleroderma, Sjogren's, lupus, mixed connective tissue disease, rheumatoid arthritis, all these different diseases, as well as, yes, they're losing weight, their blood pressure goes down, their blood sugar is beautiful, their cholesterol is the best it's ever been. So um, so it's a very intensive course based off of my book, So Goodbye Lupus and the case studies, some of the case studies in Goodbye Autoimmune Disease, there's more in the book, um, but really to, educate people to simplify it in a way that they know how to take action right away and to inspire them because when you, it's one thing for people to hear my story, maybe I'm a mutant, you know, I had lupus, it went away, who knows if it's really the food, right? But when you look at case after case and people will find someone like them, oh my God, he has lupus and Sjogren's just like me, you know, that you can find yourself and be inspired that that person did it and you can do it too. So they're extremely popular courses and, uh, and I, sell them, uh, I sell them from my website, uh, lifetime access to them for $47, but you convinced me uh, that I should give something to your bundle, which I love your bundle because it's all plant-based people. So people could get my course and then have over a hundred other things. Um, included. And I have to tell you, this was so funny. So I don't usually market things, you know, to my, to my communities. I'm very, like, I give a lot and I usually just use my, my, um, my voice to, to just spread information and inspiration. But this bundle is just ridiculous. You know, there's so much. So I posted into my Smoothie Shred Facebook group, the bundle and everything in it. And immediately everybody flagged it. They thought that my account was hacked because they're like, "This isn't. This is too good to be true. It's not a real thing. Nobody buy this." And I had to come on and do a video and say, "No, it really is true. For forty nine bucks, you're going to get almost five thousand dollars worth of stuff. Like it's real. I promise you." And so they were like, "Oh, okay," but it just seemed like it was too good to be true, and they were like, "No way. That's not real." So I'm still stunned by it. I can't believe you got over a hundred people to contribute all the stuff and it's, it's under 50 bucks. You know, and I can't
0: believe we've got people like you and Dr. McDougall and Dr. Furman. I mean, it's like a, it's like every day is a Christmas. I mean, I, you know, that's the thing. If you don't ask, you never know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I was happy to do it. And I've never done anything like this before.
0: And, uh, and it was a shock. I mean, people love it. They do, because it's, it's you know, because it, it, there's something for everybody. And then like people say, well, I don't I don't want this course. Well, so what? There's a hundred other ones that you might like. And, and what people don't realize, Dr. Goldner, is a lot of these courses sell for more than the bundle. And I know that because you go to the person's website and you see it selling for $97. So we're, it's like, it's not a trick. It's just a great opportunity and, and people are so excited about it because also they get to know people they didn't know, you know, that are like also doing wonderful things in the plant-based world and just the recipes, man. I just recipes. Love recipes I was saying
1: there's raw recipes. And so even people who already have my course, they're buying it and they're going to gift my course to somebody else because they already have it. And then they're just going to enjoy all the other stuff that came with it. So yeah, it's really cool. It's
0: yeah. Really cool. Richard says, I love Dr. Goldner's message. What, I mean, has any... Other like the rheumatologists and all the other doctors that treat autoimmune diseases, are they even aware of your work and what they could be doing with hypernourishment instead of medication?
1: More than ever they are. Uh, you know, there's that split. There's the people who know and the people who don't, right? So um I actually have rheumatologists that come to see me for help. I, I had a rheumatologist that started seeing me last year because she had three patients who got better on my program and she herself had lupus. And so after the third person got better and she said, how did you get your labs better? And they said, oh, goodbye, Lucas Protocol. She said, tell me the name of this doctor again. And so then she made her own appointment. So um, whether it's through, you know, watching their patients get better or through their own search, because, you know, I see so many people uh, who are medical professionals, doctors, nurses, um, pharmaceutical researchers, uh, pharmaceutical representatives. I mean, when they get sick, they usually don't want to take medicines, which is ironic, but true. So they often find me through their own research, but they also find me through seeing the changes that are happening in their patients. I, I recently just got asked to do a grand rounds at a hospital here in Texas, because I saw a woman who had dermatomyositis. So it was affecting her eyes or muscles or joints. And she's been sick for almost 20 years. And she did my six week group and she was transformed. Her symptoms went away. Her laboratory tests got better. Her gut problems went away. And so her doctors all wrote each other letters saying, this is amazing. We can't believe it. And so they invited me to come do a grand rounds for the hospital. So, you know, when you're doing something that works, when you're doing, I always say the truth will come out. What we're doing is true. These are real results and they're happening every day. And it's across the board. You know, I, I now have two people I saw this week who reversed the, you know, the Graves disease, uh, thyroid disease that causes their eye to come out, their eye pressure is going down, their eyes going back. It's just an incredible thing. So, you know, the longer I've been doing this, the more people know about it. Um, I've been referred to people from doctors all over the world who have followed my work. And also they love my classes, the one I was that's in the bundle, because I show that I'm a scientist. I was a genetic researcher, I'm a medical doctor. This is not woo woo. This is not something, you know, this is actual science. And it works. And so when they can see that and understand the pathways, they go, okay, this is, she, she actually knows what she's talking about. I understand why this works and it makes them more likely to do it. But yes, every day I see people who, you know, I have someone who just texted me today that she did my group, her ANA went away, which is a lupus antibody. And her doctor still doesn't believe it. He's like, it's just not real. We shouldn't test it anymore because you have it. It's incurable. And it's like, there's this mental block, just no, I can't see it. So, you know, still working on it, but it's definitely more than ever before that people know
0: about it. Well, Kim says you're the bomb. And I'm curious, have you, are you, or have you published any research with your findings?
1: Yes. So I did reverse a case series and reversing end stage lupus nephritis. So lupus causing kidney failure, getting someone off the kidney transplant list. Um, And I have, (laughs) I have, so many cases. And as a sole person in my practice, I've just kind of collected them over time and didn't do much with them, especially because, you know, it's interesting when I was a medical student, I was taught, they told me personally, don't listen to case studies. The only thing you should pay attention to is, you know, controlled trials. So I kind of didn't think of it too much either because it was like, no, one's going to read them. Doctors are told that they don't, they don't matter. Um, then I started, so I always released to the public um but then in the past few years people said no case studies we are starting to pay more attention let's do that the the journal of disease reversal came out so we published there but for example i have one case series right now that i i hired an assistant now to help me organize all this into research because it's it's i mean every day people are reversing disease people don't understand that it's like you know thousands of people at this point right so it's her job to kind of start organizing and helping me publish so she got this case series up Um, A list of women, all who had lupus and Sjogren's, who reversed it completely on my protocol and who are still symptom free, normal off off medicines over four years later. So all of them are still doing well, which I think is important that it's not just short term. She's been shopping it around for like a year trying to get because we're trying to get it into a mainstream journal not just like disease reversal journal, but like a mainstream journal, the journal of rheumatology. And, and they're all saying like, we don't wanna see case studies. We're not really interested in nutrition stuff. So it's like, it, there's this glass ceiling, you know? So we might switch to like, I have a bunch of cases now in, you know, reversing graves and uh, reversing end stage, or, or I'm sorry, reversing chronic COVID long haul every person I've worked with has reversed long-haul COVID. Um, We had somebody in our our previous group that was on oxygen from lung scarring from being on the respirator who was able to get off oxygen. So like thinking about just switching tactics or working on another one, but it's really hard to get these studies into mainstream journals, which is what I'm trying to push for right now. In the meantime, I'll just keep... Giving it to the public and hoping they share it with each other. But I am working on that now. I've made it a new priority to really try to push the envelope on trying to get this to where more doctors are reading. Although I'm grateful more doctors
0: are also online looking too. Yeah, that is amazing. Let me just thank for her super chat donation because I literally today just reached 150,000 subscribers. Thank you guys so much. And Jerry saying the bundle is amazing. Thanks to you and all the other contributors. Dr. Goldner, autoimmune disease is what is the most deleterious thing? Do you think is it the animal products or the processed food that most people are eating or both?
1: Oh goodness. Well, you know, with autoimmune diseases, it really is, I I think of it more like a, uh, like a storm, right? Where you have, uh, there's the pressure system, there's a precipitation, there's the temperature, there's the elevation, right? That, that there's a lot of things that can come together to contribute to triggering those genes for disease, right? And that's true for most diseases is that it, even though most people wake up with symptoms like this, I woke up and my finger was swollen, they were building up this problem over time. Right. Another way to think about it is we have about 100 trillion cells in our body and we can actually function normally and feel fine with a significant amount of illness. So it might start with, you know, like my case, right, uh, being bottle fed. Uh, eating tons of processed foods, right? Um, It can also be like childhood traumas. They've shown that people with autoimmune diseases have a lot of childhood trauma. I I do not have childhood trauma, but it's very common. Um, Sexual trauma, depression, anxiety, all of these things spike your inflammatory markers and disrupt cortisol levels, right? So all of these things start to build up over time and people start to build up more and more sickness in their cells. And then usually there's something that then takes them over the edge. You know, maybe they got that COVID virus and it was too much for their body to recover from. Maybe somebody died that they loved. Maybe they got divorced or moved. So there's often like a triggering event that puts them over the edge, but it wouldn't have happened had they been otherwise healthy. So, you know, the primary thing that I really try to get people to do right away is change the diet. Animal products I tend to see are worse than processed foods. And I say that because when I see people relapse, because not everybody sticks with it, even though I try, um, oftentimes if they relapse on some, Processed foods and things, they might have a little bit of uh, symptoms. They go, Oop, and then they go back. But when I've seen people really backslide, it's usually meat or dairy that it just, you know, they backslide quickly. But I've also seen like somebody died and I feel some inflammation. So, you know, that's why all of my programs, I target all of it where here's the nutrition, but let's look at your sleep and let's look at your stress. What's your self care? What are your relationships like? So, like in my rapid recovery group where people are with me every day for six weeks, we're overhauling their whole life this is not just to eat healthy for six weeks. This is, we're going to make you happier. We're going to make your relationships better. We're going to make sure that you are treating yourself with love instead of like, I have to eat this way because my body is broken. I eat this way because I love myself. Right? So we really transform all of those things. And that's what creates the rapid recovery, right? Is that you are creating an anti-inflammatory way of living rather than just the diet alone.
0: Yeah. Have you read Dr. Sunil Pai's book, An Inflammation Nation? I, I haven't read it yet. It's in the bundle, but I bet you a lot of what he says is on the same page as you, because he talks about like inflammation being at the root of just about everything.
1: 100%. Absolutely. And that's what we've seen is that here's a, a protocol that first was developed, you know, it was originally developed as a fat loss protocol, right? So, you know, my husband was his obsession and his best-selling book is Miracle Metabolism. And it's, and his obsession was that there must be a, Perfect diet for humans, right? We know there's a perfect diet for mountain lions. We know a perfect diet for rabbits. So why are humans so like mo- like murky, right? Like high protein, low protein, high fat,
0: low fat, right? And uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but it's kind of important. Uh, people are saying the link isn't working, and the link you gave me when I click it, it goes to something called Co- Kobe Board or something. And, and oh, this no. is. Important. Oh, that's not
1: right. Here, hold on. I had it yes. saved as Chef AJ, but hold on. Yeah. So,
0: so I'm thank you, James, for explaining. Oh, let me, all right. Let's let me make sure on my end because we don't want you to yeah, have the wrong you, link. Yeah. It's, it's a lady doing coba board. Okay, and that's uh, I want them, Dr. Goldner, to buy from your link. And right now it's nobody's link. <laughs> oh, you're
1: right. I it's it's all right. Lynn, I bet you it's this
0: one. Hold on. Thank you, guys. See, see we have good thank old. you for telling us. All yeah. Right, thank you. Let's I didn't see. know what the person was saying. The link isn't this. And I'm like, I, and, it keep, and I keep I mean keep, I do love the code board. Yeah. and but, I, I keep, um,
1: keep posting the link. I so
0: apologize. And thank you for explaining. Oh hold
1: on a second. Oh, you know what? Well, here we go. I'm gonna use this one because I
0: you could just use one... the send all one. It's it's okay yeah. if it's
1: not I'm gonna give thing. you the send all one right now. All right. Can yeah. I post it in the chat? Um I, yeah, I think
0: I can cut and paste from the chat. Sure. Here we go. Sorry guys, thank you for telling us. Yeah, thank you, because everybody ended up with a cobalt. I'm board. like, oh All right. Okay changing yeah. that link right now
1: guys and i'm going to change it on my note page because i have a i have a list of different links that i have and
0: somehow they got so, confused, I, so. thank you so much i just and i'll fix the show notes right now right. Sorry, sorry guys okay perfect we can fix this yay you okay. guys are sharp as tacks
1: you have a good all right. audience all right so we fixed that and uh, okay. Yeah. So what I was talking about it that, you know, originally we're, he was looking for, how do you have a fast metabolism and why don't we know what humans are supposed to eat? You know, like it, it's a modern age. And there's an argument, are we supposed to eat more meat, less meat, plant-based, you know, like nobody seemed to know. So he pursued, he got a master's in exercise science and and health promotion and and his professors didn't know. They said, ah, maybe some people are better with different diets. And he went, that's not science because humans are basically the same on a cellular level. There should be one perfect diet. So that was his obsession. And when I met him, he had figured out how to nourish people in a way that created a fast metabolism so that when he gave them some cardio exercise, the fat would fall off. So when we were getting married, I said, I, I want that diet because I was eating hospital food and I was overweight. And I'm like, I, you know, I want to do that diet. And he changed the diet for me because at the time, even though it was super high, raw vegetables, omega-3s, water, he thought you still needed some meat for protein. So he said free range meat because it's better omega-6 ratio. right? So I had been vegetarian since I was 12 because I read John Robbins book, Diet for a New America you know, John Robbins, right? So my dad read it and he basically said the family's vegetarian now, which in the 80s, nobody was vegetarian. There was, I didn't even know what vegan was. So we just became vegetarian, not vegan, um, which is also why I still got lupus because I was eating cheese and eggs and processed foods every day. But anyway, um, he had to change his diet for me to take the meat out. I wasn't gonna eat it, but he said, you can't have all that saturated fat or you're not gonna lose weight. So, so we changed his protocol to adapt to me And it worked. I mean, I went from a size 11 to a size three in three and a half months. I mean, I was shredded and ripped and by accident, my lupus went away. Right. And so that was the first thing that ever happened where we started to realize there might be a connection between metabolism and health, metabolism and healing. And so, you know, uh, how my husband always teaches is that, you know, the metabolism is your body's ability to change or adapt to whatever's happening. If you're working out really hard, if you're running, you should be able to burn fat, right? And there's all those people out there that say, no matter how much I exercise, I don't lose any weight, right? So you should be able to burn fat. You should be able to build muscle if you're lifting heavy weights or build muscle, right? And if you get sick, you should be able to heal. You shouldn't develop chronic disease. If you get sick, you should be able to recover and not stay sick for the rest of your life. So that's really the marriage that we found was that when you really optimize the nutrition and and nobody had ever healed disease with the meat in his diet, it was only once we took the meat out, right? So once you optimize someone's diet, you can create this fast metabolism and a fast metabolism means that yes, you can easily lose fat when you apply exercise, but it also means that your body can recover in real time to infections, inflammation, and get your health back to optimal levels. So there's no losing out there. I mean, it's a win, win, win.
0: That's amazing. I I saw a couple of questions. If you don't mind, and it's going quickly, um, Susanna asks, my teenager contracted mononucleosis in the summer, and I've read it's linked to Epstein-Barr. Is that an autoimmune disease? And should I be worried?
1: Okay. So Epstein-Barr virus, uh, while for some reason, it's a really big deal. Everyone's always testing for it. It's one that most of us get. It is so easily passed. It's called the kissing virus. Right? So most folks get it. Um, and most of us have been exposed to it. So no, it's not an autoimmune disease. It's an infection Uh, And some people whose bodies are not as healthy, maybe they're not as nourished, maybe that they have more stress, less sleep, they're going to get a really long infection. And some of us will get it and never even know that we had it. Kind of like COVID, right? It's a a viral infection. So um, a lot of people I've seen, you know, when they're trying to find the cause of their diseases, they find that they're positive for Epstein-Barr. I have not seen that be an issue with whether or not they can fully recover their health using hypernourishment and all the things I'm talking about for lifestyle. You can get healthy either way. So no, it's an infection. It's not an autoimmune disease. And you still want to do hypernourishment, get her immune system
0: optimized so that she can fully recover. Thanks. A question with regards to metabolism. Dr. Furman often says that a fast metabolism means faster aging. Do, don't you? Do you not agree with that? I'm a big fan of both of your work.
1: Maybe we're talking about metabolism in a different way. That's all I can say. I think he's talking about something else. Um, when we're talking, when I'm talking about metabolism, I'm talking about how quickly your body can perform the functions you're asking it to perform. So that when you do hypernourishment, for example. Your metabolism will become fast in that if you get sick, you heal quickly. If you work out, you're going to get shredded quickly, right? But also, it reverses aging as well. So, when you look at um, what high nourishment levels and hydration do to your organs, it reverses the aging of your organs, your kidneys, your liver, as well as your skin, right? A lot of people tell me that they do my program for their health, and then their friends are like, What are you eating? You look so good. I want to just eat what you're eating so my skin would look better. Someone told me that today that her friends were like, What? What is going on that you look younger? So when you are, I don't know the definition he was using but what I'm talking about is optimizing cell function, optimizing the speed at which your cells can recover, uh, release toxins, integrate nutrition and optimize immunity. So in all of those areas that will actually improve uh, your lifespan and decrease the, the speed of your aging and even reverse
0: aging. That's great, thank you. I, okay, since recovery is based on optimizing omega-3s, does that mean that we shouldn't eat other nuts and avocados until we've achieved recovery?
1: Okay, so... Um... So for folks, this is actually in the in the classes in the bundles. I explain how the different uh, omega six and omega three pathways work for recovery. So one of the areas that I really specialize is understanding how food affects your immune system. Right. So if you have an inflammatory immune system, which is necessary, we need our inflammatory immune system when we get an infection, when we get uh, you know an injury, it's our inflammatory immune system that fixes it. The anti-inflammatory immune system returns you to baseline. The anti-inflammatory immune system needs omega-3 fatty acids to be created. And so most people are very starved of it. And it's why people get chronic inflammation as they can't clear it. Omega-6s, which come from meat and dairy and oil, but also in nuts and seeds and other things, that creates your inflammatory immune system. So for most people, they can create inflammation all day long like a boss, but they have no ability to return to baseline. There's so little omega-3 in their system compared to the omega-6. So what you're looking for is a balance. Right now, theoretically, the balance you want is somewhere around nine to one to one to one, or when you're healthy, right? I had somebody who actually tested this recently and her level was 200 to one. So if you are trying to quickly increase Your omega-3s compared to your omega-6s, the best thing you can do is take out other nuts and seeds because those are plant sources of omega-6 and just increase flax seeds, chia seeds, cold-pressed flax oil, things like that to get the omega-3 level up, right? Um, But in general, most nuts and seeds have a ratio of 6 to 3 that's somewhere around 9 to 1. So when you're healthy, you don't have to think about that at all. Like I've been lupus-free 16 years. I just turned 45 last week, like I'm doing great. If I wanna make a cashew cheese sauce, I don't think twice about it, you know, it's fine. But when you are trying to accelerate the repair of your super high omega-3 deficiency, then temporarily that could help um, is cutting back on those nuts and seeds.
0: Great, thank you. And Richard wanted to know about low platelet count. Mm -hmm. Here we go, where are you Richard? Uh, my platelet count ranges from 110 to 155 ever since going vegan five years ago, my doctor thinks it's because I have a little inflammation in my body is everything else is awesome. What are your thoughts?
1: It's Hard for me to give you an answer without knowing everything. I mean, for example, I've seen a few people that have uh, thrombocytopenia, which is an autoimmune induced low platelet syndrome. Their platelets are being destroyed by the immune system and they've all been able to get their platelets back to normal using rapid recovery, which is fantastic, right? So we get rid of the autoimmune disease, we get rid of the inflammation, body stops destroying platelets and they're fine. If you haven't been diagnosed with a disorder that's causing it, I don't know what it is. Cause it's very hard for me without seeing you, your history, your tests, Sometimes I see something different in your tests too than, than your doctor did. So I don't know. I can say that a plant-based diet is not inflammatory. So it's not like eating plant-based will create inflammation. If you're eating you know, processed vegan foods, there could be inflammation, but it's not like switching from a meat-based diet to a plant-based diet will spike your inflammation. It just doesn't work that way. So, so question mark, I'm not sure. You might have to meet with me so I can review all your tests and see. But the other thing is if it's decent range and you feel healthy, there might not be much else to do I mean if you're not hypernourishing at it but sometimes you know we don't really know from the test and you have to just look at the human and see how they're doing so I wish I could tell you more but it, you're, you're still a question mark for me without more
0: info yep thanks uh, leanne says she drinks your smoothie almost every day and there's a question how do we access her link the send out page is to repurchase the bundle again. So are you talking about like her class? Because the way Dr. Goldner's class is going to work is that everybody's going to get you maybe maybe tell them, but maybe that's what she's asking.
1: So if you're trying to get my class through the bundle, then what you do is you get the bundle. And then after the uh, after the bundle period is over, then my staff is going to send each person who bought it their own unique login to go into the class.
0: I so, think because that.
1: the way the class is designed, if someone repeats a login, it'll shut it off because you don't want people just sharing it. Right. So every single person, after you get it from the Send Owl link, then you will at the end of the bundle period, you will get an email from us saying, here's your unique login to access
0: your class. Perfect. How many people do you have in your upcoming March group?
1: How many? So the, the cutoff is 60 uh, we are now at, I think 40, it always sells out by the week before. So if you're looking to do rapid recovery, it's getting there. Um, but yeah, we have 60 and it's, uh, we, that is the max I can do with the level of attention, but we have two amazing coaches with us now who are both graduates, uh, who can help like keep you inspired and keep you motivated too. like, we did it just suffer through it. It's okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's been going really, really, really well. It's uh, that's my favorite
0: thing. I love taking care of people. I can tell. Diane <laughs> I know someone with lupus. Which of your books would you recommend?
1: Um, a great starting point would be my book, Goodbye Lupus. Um, G- goodbye Lupus is my story of recovery and the six steps to reversing disease with supermarket foods. So it's a really good jumping off point where someone can get inspired by my story and here's what to eat and what not to eat. Uh, goodbye Autoimmune Disease That's the sequel where I then get into all the emotional components of recovery. So for a lot of people, either even eating well, they're still sick because they still have inflammation from trauma mood stuff, or they keep sabotaging themselves and they won't stick with the diet. And so it's all about like how to psychologically get yourself into the place where you can really stick to a diet until you get the results and deal with all of like forgiveness work and anxiety, depression, all that mood stuff. And it's also got all the case studies as well. Um, At the time it was published, it's dozens and dozens of case studies. So I like those two together, but if she just wants an intro to get her interested, Goodbye Lupus would be the first one.
0: Nice. And there's a question from Susan. If we purchase the bundle, how long will the bundle be accessible online? I may not be able to download all the bundle on my iPad, so would prefer to access it online bit by bit. Great question. You have one year to download it, but we always recommend a backup because you never know what's going to happen. By the way, you can download it on an iPhone or an iPad. We recommend there's, I think, a book app on there. Alyssa says, "You are an incredibly clear communicator. Did you notice a shift in your spirituality when you became a healthy vegan?"
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I've always been—I um, <laughs> say—I've always been a, someone who lives in a place of gratitude, and I always have welcomed whatever has happened to me in my life, and that—that that really came from. Um, I grew up with my, my family's uh, refugees from World War II, from the Holocaust. And so I was raised by you know, my grandmother um, who was a really mindful, happy, grateful person even though she suffered through the Holocaust and almost died and a lot of her family was murdered. And I have her personality, like just bubbly, loves people. But really she taught me that you can't choose what happens to you, but you can choose what you focus on in the moment. You know, And so I really credit her with the way I live my life, which is that I'm always looking for what's good in the moment. I feel grateful even for the the tough things I went through because I mean, if I'd never been sick, I would never be able to help people on the level I do now. So I I feel very grateful for my life, even the dark parts. Um, But I definitely felt, so for example, I was always into uh, meditation and self-care. Having grown up with lupus from 16 to 28, I learned very quickly that if I didn't take care of myself in terms of my own self care, my emotional health, my sleep, that I wouldn't be able to function. So a lot of people don't learn this until later in life. I had to learn it. So I was very into things like meditation. And I found that once I completely eliminated all animal products, that I no longer had to try to sit and access that level of meditation. I felt like I was already there all the time. So it was like living in a place of full mindfulness and connectedness. Uh, I definitely experienced that. And my husband experienced it too. I actually had to trick him into becoming vegan because he had figured out, you know, especially with the inflammatory pathways, he had no illness. He was totally, you know, big fit muscular. And he was worried that having built his career as a fitness person, that if he stopped eating meat, he would become, as he said, a skinny vegan, right? Now, some of us want to be a skinny vegan, but he didn't. So I said to him, you know, if anyone could figure out how to build muscle on a plant-based diet, it'd be you because you're brilliant. Right. And so of course he's like, well, okay, let me do that. So he gave it, uh, he was going to give it three months and then probably go back to meat. He wanted to hack the hack it and figure out how to do it on the third day. He was crying I said, what's going on? And he said, there's something that shifted in me that I used to be able to hear about animals and the environment and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's terrible but I didn't feel it emotionally but now I feel connected. He said, I actually feel so much grief in my heart for all the pain I've caused other animals with the destruction I've done to the planet. And he said, you know what? Even if I become skinny, I will never eat another animal again. So seeing that in real time, the shift in empathy and compassion that just opened up in his heart the moment he became vegan was just phenomenal. And now he's like a hardcore activist. He wants to get people healthy, but he also wants to save the planet. And it was a total shift that came. And his, his theory is that carnivores can't feel empathy for their prey. So that maybe when you're eating high amounts of meat, you're shutting off your empathy. And actually they've shown that eating meat uh, increases aggression. They did a a test in in prisons, that giving them vegan food decreased aggression. But it's true when you're eating that meat, you're more aggressive, less empathic. And a lot of people have told me that, yeah, eliminating it, they feel more peaceful, more happy, more connected, more compassionate.
0: It's a beautiful thing. It's a win, win, win. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And uh, there are people, let me just read some nice comments. Uh, Jerry says, I love your story about your grandma, Just Dance, Brookie, and Tracy. Let's see, who is it that said that? Oh, Diana, I improved my eyesight with hyponourishment and stopped MS progression. Thank you. And Gina says, she loves your smoothies. And why doesn't somebody do a documentary about you, Dr. Stancic, and Dr. Agarwal? Because you all reversed autoimmune diseases.
1: That'd be great. And by the way, the person who said they reversed MS, send me a message. I want to see your story. Um, and the one that, uh, that they were talking about with my grandmother is my favorite story. She's, she died at 99, but I love that she lives on in other people. And and one of the stories that changed my life was her telling me that after the Holocaust, they brought her to the train station, you know, cause they just released the prisoners of war. Like, okay, go home now. And, well, do we have a home? Like they've been dying, suffering that she said, they were swollen with, with starvation, and they're standing in a train station, waiting to get sent back to Ludge Poland, or Łódź if you're Polish. And they're all just these shells of humanity. If you've ever seen Holocaust survivors, I mean, they're just these skeletal shells. And she said she heard someone playing music in the train station and she started dancing. And, and I remember I was like, how could you dance in that moment? And she said, because Brooksy, then you hear music, you dance.
0: Oh man, that brings tears to my eyes. Oh my God. In the
1: moment, in the moment the two years of suffering were gone, the fear about are my family still alive was gone in the moment there was music. And and that was how she lived her life and that's how she taught me to live.
0: Man, what an inspiration. Wow. Okay. Question about the smoothies. I just saw it, but it's going so fast. Oh, here it is from Edwina. I have bloating when I do the smoothies really bad. I stop the chi and flax, but I still get bloating. What would you recommend?
1: Well, in the beginning, a lot of people who aren't used to eating this much fiber can get bloated and bloating is not a disease, right? It just means that there's a lot of stuff in your belly. You know, the bacteria you have aren't used to the high raw foods and high fiber foods. So they're confused. They're fermenting. There's all sorts of stuff going on there. So for most people, they might have some bloating for a month or so while they're adjusting and then it gets better. I mean, for example, I can have a smoothie and a salad, no bloat but give me something with oil in it and I bloat up like I'm pregnant, right? So I've reversed it, I'm the other way around now, right? Um, So if it's not constipation, I'm not too worried about it. Things you can do about it, one, using the flax oil instead of the chia and flax seeds because uh, it's so much fiber, all of the greens and all of the seeds. For some people it's just too much fiber and they get bloated or constipated. The second thing is, is a really good hack, I do this in my group a lot when people are over full or over bloated, is take all the food and water you plan to eat for the day, split it into about five portions, and then give yourself 90 minutes to two hours to rest in between portions. And that allows your gut to fully empty before you start the next meal. So if, you, if you're snacking all day, drinking all day, it'll pause gut emptying. And so that can make you feel just constantly full and constantly bloated. If, if it doesn't do that to you, don't worry about it. But if it is happening, then do one glass of water, one glass of smoothie, wait 90 minutes to two hours, let it pass and then do it again. And for most people that will solve the problem.
0: Yeah. I love that. Floating is not a disease, but it's it's so prevalent with people. A lot of times when they're first transitioning to any kind of a plant-based diet. 100%.
1: Yeah. Their body's like, what's all this fiber? Because fiber tells water to be brought into the gut. So you're eating more fiber than you've ever eaten. Then you have all this water coming in and yeah, you have a little
0: food baby, but that's okay. You know, it's, a food baby. Know? That's exactly what it is. A food baby. I love that. Okay, let's see if we have any more questions. I just wonder if you had a chance to look at the bundle and if you noticed any other classes that you might be interested in.
1: I want to dive into some of those raw recipes. You know, people are always asking me for recipes. I'm like, I'm a doctor, not a chef. I just do smoothies, salads. It works for me. I'm not, you know, I'm not very exciting, but, uh, but I I want to check things out, see if there's simple things that I can handle.
0: You will love the ice cream book by Nate Maris then because it's all fruit and it's it's really a beautifully photographed My kids will and love it. <laughs> yeah. and, and then there's a raw burger book by Lissa that knock your socks off just the photography it's like it's really really cool. Uh, Chef James says chew your smoothie part of the problem is chugging smoothies without chewing them we're skipping an important step in pre digestion when we just chug a smoothie. I actually haven't seen
1: that be the case at all. You do not need to chew your smoothie. In fact, what happens is sometimes people will leave, put it in their mouth and and it coats their teeth and then they start getting cavities. Um, I actually recommend people use a straw and gulp it down. Um, You know, listen, There's, I know that there's a lot of people who have theories around this. Everything I teach is results-based, never theoretical. So for example, if I saw it, that people were struggling with recovery because of the smoothie and they did really well with chewing, then I would change it. But the fact is drinking it, swallowing it down, diseases are going away uh, and it's working. So uh, I haven't ever seen it be an issue that someone had to chew the smoothie to fix the problem. So that's results-based. If you find that you like it better, that's totally fine. Just make sure you you wash your teeth so you don't leave it stuck to your teeth. But in general, that's not a problem that had to be solved.
0: Okay. Uh, Zilla says, I've been following Goodbye Lupus Raw for six weeks. My CRP has not gone down yet. Is that normal?
1: I mean, it's hard to say. So one, um, we have to make sure that you're doing everything right. So uh Sometimes, you know even if you're following along with the book or something, you might not be getting everything right. So make sure that you're getting all of the greens, omega-3s, the water, and also that you're not eating anything inflammatory. So the goodbye lupus protocol means that you're focusing on hypernourishment primarily, right? So that's one thing. CRP is a measurement of inflammation, but it can be increased from inflammatory foods, but also stress, poor sleep, anxiety, depression. So the other side I look at is if the food is really on par, perfectly done, is there some other reason why your CRP could be elevated? Are you having a lot of stress? Are you not getting enough sleep? Are you dealing with uh, some emotional stuff? So then you would move from the goodbye lupus protocol to the goodbye autoimmune disease protocol, which is optimize your diet and optimize the rest of your lifestyle and all the emotional stuff. But I mean, in general, if, if you know, the CRP hasn't come down yet, keep going but usually I do see some shifts even in one month, six weeks in inflammatory markers when everything is dialed in. So that's what I would look into check, check yourself on all those different
0: areas so that you can keep improving. Great. Uh, is this good for everyone or just if you have autoimmune disease?
1: Oh, hundred percent everyone. I mean, that's one of the reasons I contributed to the bundle, right? Is that again, this will work for fat loss, uh, this will work for diabetes, high blood pressure. Uh, we've had athletes do it to increase their uh, their performance. I mean, uh, it's it's one of those things where you're optimizing nutrition for cell function. All of us can benefit from that. I've had folks who did my protocol years ago to reverse their autoimmune disease who stayed with hypernourishment and then their whole family got COVID, and they didn't have any symptoms, right? That you're you're gonna optimize your immune function, which is always a good thing. So I still, to this day, I'm 16 years out. Look, I got my gallon water jug. I drink my smoothies. I eat my salads. I eat whole food, plant based when I'm you know when I eat cooked food. Um, you know that you you want to continue doing those things to optimize your health. But yeah, we've had folks where they did it with their spouse you know, pure hypernourishment just to support their spouse. And then, you know, they lost fat, their blood pressure optimized. They don't need their reading glasses. I mean, it's amazing what your body could do if you optimize your nutrition based uh, compared to what it's doing right now.
0: Yep. Here's a question on dates from Patricia. What are your thoughts on dates? Are they beneficial if weight isn't an issue?
1: It depends on what you're doing. Uh, I don't like them on my pure hypernourishment protocol. And dried fruits in general, um, you know, one, people overestimate their fruit intake on dried fruits. So, like, you know, you compare a a handful of raisins versus a handful of grapes that's a big difference right um and also your body will rehydrate dehydrated foods before it rehydrates you so you're drinking all this water trying to hydrate your body and instead we want to turn your body from a raisin into a grape but if you're eating a lot of dried fruits then it could actually inhibit some of the absorption of water into your body so you know under those specific circumstances I will pay attention to that stuff, but in general, most folks can have a couple dates a day and you know incorporate that into their recipes, and it's not an issue at all. So it just depends if you're trying to have optimal health versus reverse a disease. Reversing a disease, I'm very nitpicky, but then I relax once you're healthy. Um, so, so yeah, so it just depends on what your goal is. And of course, if you're having a problem, if you're if you're trying to do hypernourishment and you're having issues and you're eating five dates a day, maybe try taking them out. And if you feel better, that was the issue. If you're doing great, don't worry about it you know.
0: Great. Thanks. Brian says, what does Dr. G think of the rise in the carnivore diet and people claiming to reverse autoimmune disease with it? Are they just rare anomalies with an excessive amount of food sensitivities?
1: Oh, it makes me cry is what it does. Um, First of all, we are not carnivores. Uh, It just, as, as my son Solomon wrote in in his book, uh, you know, you're not a carnivore, you're a, you're a confused herbivore. Uh, So the problem with the carnivore diet, so why could some people, get benefits from eating nothing but meat? Well, if they were someone who was eating meat and processed foods and dairy, and they switched to eating only meat without the processed foods and dairy, they actually made a net improvement. Um, Now, the problem is we got to extrapolate out now long-term health. So, um, you know, things like heart disease, cancer. I, I was invited on Fox news to talk to a keto doctor to argue with a keto doctor. It is not fun doing these. Um, and, uh, and he's using it for diabetes and weight loss. And uh, he was accusing me of not being compassionate to people who need to lose weight because you know that's the best way to lose weight. And I said, there's a lot of ways to lose weight while increasing your risk of heart disease and cancer. You could try cigarettes. Uh, so, you know, sometimes something can be good for one thing, even temporarily, but not good overall. I actually just saw someone today who did, um, she was told by her doctor to do keto for her diabetes and her insulin resistance got way worse and she developed psoriatic arthritis. So now she's seeing me to undo all of that. Right. So I don't want, I don't see that as anything that could be long lasting. I think people can have a temporary improvement because they reduce some of the other issues, but on the other side, they are driving their inflammatory pathway up through the omega-6 pathway and they are completely becoming malnourished. Vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, all of that stuff comes from plants. And so they are becoming extremely malnourished. So I'll give you an example really quickly. So when they did a study looking at COVID and diets, right? This was done at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, where they were trying to figure out, we had no treatments, we had no vaccines. They looked at doctors and nurses on the front line of the pandemic and what they were eating and whether or not they got COVID, which was a really exciting study, right? And what they found is any doctor or nurse who identified as plant-based in some way, they had a 70% lower rate of moderate to severe COVID, 70, 70%. Then they looked at doctors and nurses that identified as high protein, low carb. They had a 47% increase in moderate to severe COVID. 70% decrease, 47% increase. And what they said at the end of that study was, we think it's nutrients because there's no nutrients in meat and dairy. So people who are eating high meat diets, maybe it's just that they're malnourished. What they didn't consider though, was there was a middle group. Pescatarians, Pescatarians, pescatarians—they don't eat dairy. They eat a lot of plants, but some fish. Pescatarians had around a fifty percent decrease in COVID compared to regular folks. Better than the average, but twenty percent worse than plant eaters. So what they didn't consider is it's not just that we're getting more nutrition, but any addition of any animal product directly harms the immune system. So just adding fish, which some people people think is healthy, reduced their protection from COVID. Taking out all the plants. And eating a high protein diet, that increased their risk of moderate to severe COVID and death by 50% almost. So when you look at that, I was so happy when it came out because it showed us another way in which your immune system is affected by food. If you wanna kill the immune system and weaken the body, high meat diets are the way to go. If you wanna be nourished and healthy, you've gotta stick with the plants.
0: I love it. A question, why do you put avocado in your smoothie? Asks Dina. (laughs) Well, you don't have to. Avocado in a smoothie,
1: one thing it can do is uh, a lot of people like the creaminess. Another thing that it can do that people like is uh, it takes away the green taste. So some folks, they don't wanna use as much fruit, but they wanna get rid of the green flavor. So they put an avocado in and like I said, it can make a nice creamy consistency. You don't need to, it's just a flavor thing.
0: Great, thank you. Let's see. That was an amazing study reference on COVID. Is there a reference link?
1: Yes, I have it on my Instagram. I don't have it handy in my brain right now for Zoom, but I definitely if you look at my Instagram or my Facebook and you search the page for COVID, you'll be able to see. I'm sitting at my desk like this and I'm talking about the COVID study and it has the links to it. It's pretty amazing.
0: Great, we can link to your Instagram in the show notes. And, and I can give you the link afterwards if you want to include it. Oh, perfect. It. And then the link to your full bio too, because we want to make sure it's all updated. Alyssa says, hypernourishment. Did you coin that term? Yes. Nice. Nice. Any thoughts on hair loss due to hormones like female pattern hair loss? Can the program help?
1: Uh, well, if, if the hair loss is due to inflammation, then yes, but that's different. You know, it's not always that, right? So for example, my husband didn't grow his hair back. He has male pattern hair loss. You know, he's been shaving his head since his twenties. That's, that's different. It wasn't inflammatory it's was genetic. Uh, but I have worked with a lot of people, even one as young as six years old, who lost all of her hair, uh, from autoimmune disease. And she did pure hypernourishment and grew it all back. Uh, so um, if it's inflammatory, then this will help. And again, there's no harm to it. You're going to optimize your health. But if it's you know a genetic thing, uh, then you know we can optimize our genetics but we can't completely change them. So uh, there's nothing to lose by trying though. And then tell me, tell me how it works. All
0: right, thank you. Becca says, she eats fat and is not fat. So what makes you fat? you're asking me (laughs) so it's really important to
1: understand you know there's been an oversimplification really in in understanding food knowledge and listen all of the things that have happened over time have progressed our knowledge right so i'm someone right now in progressing the knowledge of understanding the differences between fats, right? So I know early on in the plant-based movement, it was like, we know meat, dairy has bad fats for you. They make you sick. When you eat a plant-based diet with no fats, you do better. And so the consensus was fats are bad. And that makes sense, right? My, my area of study has been, well, what about when we look at actual cell function and test different things? And so when it comes to fats, saturated fat definitely is a problem. You know, all the different oils people eat, definitely a problem. They cause inflammation, packing. but, but whole plant fats are actually not a problem. So I have not found that eating nuts or eating avocados in any way inhibit fat loss or healing, um, you know, nuts only in terms of, like I said, looking at the omega-6, omega-3 ratio early on, but in terms of maintaining health, not at all. Avocados, people have as much as they want and they're still able to heal and reduce fat. Omega-3s actually accelerate your metabolic rate by uh, accelerating uh, cellular metabolism through cellular communication, right? So, So what I'm doing is I'm taking it to the next level to say, okay, we can now differentiate and see that there are fats that are neutral in fat loss. There are fats that actually accelerate fat loss. Omega-3s are the only ones that do that. Um, And then there are ones that actually make you sicker. So it's just, it's getting really more specific about it in general. It's like leaving calories behind, right? That we know micronutrients matter, not the calories, right? That we're understanding food more and more as time progresses. So in general, fats, you know, especially processed and animal bad, But avocados or, you know, omega-3s, totally fine. And and the research shows it. I mean, not just my results, which are a lot, but even, you know, they were worried about avocado and cholesterol, right? A few years ago, Dr. Greger was showing how they did a study that showed that people who ate avocados dropped their cholesterol almost double over people who ate no-fat plant-based diet. Right. So we know now that certain fats actually help us with things like our cholesterol and our inflammation levels and even fat loss. Um, and they are the plant versions of them.
0: Great. Thanks. And there's a question from Lara. What about coconut, not coconut oil like coconut milk? How is the omega ratios ratios there?
1: Well, coconut is different because it's a source of saturated fat. So saturated fat is inflammatory also, but not through that ratio. It's a whole different pathway. So in general, when people are trying to get healthy, I don't recommend saturated fats. Um, If you are healthy and just maintaining yourself and you want to have a coconut, I don't see a problem with that. Um, But coconut oil, I have seen people spike cholesterol, create inflammation. That's a problem. I use it on my skin. Uh, I put it in my bath, but I won't put it in my mouth. So
0: that makes sense. And there's a question from... Let's see. It's again. It's about Epstein Barr, which you mentioned wasn't autoimmune disease. But have you had success treating it?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of people will test that when they're getting sick, and and they've been able to reverse their symptoms, even if they
0: had a positive Epstein Barr. Nice. Uh, Janine says, "I'm a bad vegan. I hate avocado." Most people. You don't have
1: to. Yeah, I mean, most
0: people find avocado
1: helps them eat more, right? Like, if I'm trying to get someone to eat a pound of you know, cruciferous vegetables. If you give them guacamole, much higher chance they'll put it in, right? Uh, But some folks don't like avocado, you'll be fine. You don't have to eat.
0: (laughs) it. Yeah, what about coconut water?
1: Um, Usually it's pretty high in sugar. So I'm not a big fan of that, especially during healing. But for a healthy person, you can probably tolerate it. It's just, you know, pure coconut water, no big deal. But a lot of products you buy, there's so much sugar and
0: things added to them. It's hard to trust those. Somebody saying, well, what about the smoothies? Aren't they too much sugar? No,
1: absolutely not. So, uh, you know, it's, I, I was just talking to someone right before this, who has diabetes and she wasn't putting any fruit in her smoothie because she was afraid of the sugar, but I've helped so many people. Even in my last group, I had two people who were pre-diabetic who did the full smoothies with the fruit. And both of them were no longer pre-diabetic at the end of the group. And both of them had cholesterol over 200. That was under 200 when they when they left, right? So uh, it's not a problem at all. It's it, again, it's a it's a oversimplification, a misunderstanding uh, that uh, about smoothies that caused people to even claim that in the beginning that you're just having a sugar a sugar drink. Nice smoothies are 75% greens. And then we use the omega 3s and that slows down the metabolic rate of it. Not the not the metabolic rate, sorry, the, it slows down the movement of it through your system so you can absorb more. The fruit is a flavoring. So we've never had anyone whose blood sugars are getting out of whack. In fact their blood sugar stabilize. So you can have the fruit in the smoothie and you'll be fine.
0: And somebody's asking can you put organic soy milk in them?
1: I'm not a fan of soy milk in the smoothies. Um, I prefer the ones we've tested. And so again, I'm results-based. So if it works, I'm going to repeat that. If it's a question mark, I have an issue, right? So I I like unsweetened almond milk because we used it since the beginning and it's always been fine. Soy milk, I've actually seen some people get reactions to it where they have some spikes in their inflammation symptoms. So I just don't use it during recovery Most healthy people don't have a problem. Most sick people don't have a problem. But as soon as I see somebody have a reaction, I just rather avoid it. I'm not a fan of a lot of the oat milks out there because a lot of oat milk, you look at the labels got oil and sugar, right? So I'm not a fan of that either. I just, I like the unsweetened almond milk. There's almost nothing in it. It's got less than three grams of fat per serving. It's just, it's like water with a little flavor. That one's usually pretty safe.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, Whitney says, have you ever treated a patient with lupus that resulted from MDS, a bone marrow disorder?
1: that resulted from a bone marrow disorder. I don't know that I've ever heard it phrased that way, but I have treated people with both. Um, and I see people all the time where they've got you know, low blood counts from lupus um, because usually it's lupus causing the bone marrow disorder, um, but it could go either way. So I would say that it still would be the right thing, but I've never had someone tell me that it was a lupus caused by that, but I've definitely treated people with both things.
0: Great. And there's a question. Are there recipes for smoothies in your book? Don't you have an all all smoothie book? I think
1: I do. And we have free ones. So we actually, my husband made a website free to the public, just to everyone to get recipes There, you don't even have to like opt in nothing. Uh, If you go to smoothieshred.com, they're super easy smoothies that you can just click on and make. um, And it's all listed out there for you. And it's just fresh greens, frozen fruit. My smoothie book has all fresh ingredients. You might have to do some shopping and chopping, but I mean, you could literally do a Costco run and do the ones that are free on the website. It's just frozen fruit, bananas, greens, uh, omega-3. And if you don't
0: like any of the ingredients, just switch them out. Switch them out. Well, people are saying it must be very rewarding to see your patients get well.
1: You have no idea. Um, it is it is the best thing in my life on a daily basis doing this job is uh, that People get better. You know, you go into medicine. I have so many friends I get emotional, but I have so many friends who went into medicine and they're depressed because nobody gets better. Everybody's chronic, whether it's mental health or heart disease or everyone gets sicker. But in my world, they don't. People come back from the brink. I had someone in my last group who was on the, not this last one just finished, the one before it. He was on the double lung transplant list for a lung disease from autoimmune disease, interstitial cystite or not interstitial, I'm a cyst I'm getting too excited here. He had inflammation in his lungs and he was on the lung transplant list and he got off the transplant list in week five, week five, his lungs were too good for a transplant, right? Uh, I see people getting off the kidney transplant list and seeing people come back from heart failure. Like it is, it is absolutely the biggest blessing in the world to do this work, to share this work, to share my protocols. It's just, um, I feel grateful for every moment I was ever sick because of this. And for every single person who sees me every day, who's already had improvements, like the person I saw today started on her own and you know the inflammation in her eye has gone down dramatically. Like, it's just, yeah, I I can't even put it into words. You got me all the clamped here, but it's uh, it's the best thing in the world, absolutely.
0: Well, uh, Diana says, I recommend her to everyone. So in case somebody's joining late, once again, tell us what people get from you if they decide to purchase the bundle.
1: Right. So in the bundle, there is my class. So lifetime access to my class of how to reverse autoimmune disease or really any disease with supermarket foods. So people have access to do it at different times. But if you want to have lifetime access, you normally would purchase that from my website. And it's very, very popular. Um, But included in the bundle for Chef AJ so you can get that plus all the other stuff. So it is uh, about five hours of content of my story, the foods that make you sick, the foods that are necessary for recovery and reversal of disease, and case studies in reversing different diseases. So it's about a five-hour class. If you enjoyed this little spurt and you wanted to have hours more of it, that's that's what it would
0: be. (laughs) Last question. Could this work for MS?
1: Yes, absolutely. In fact, somebody commented in the chat, right? So I have case studies in reversing MS in my book, Good Autoimmune Disease. Um, I've had uh, three people now who have had repeat MRIs after doing my six-week group who had reversal of their most recent lesion that was on their MRI.
0: Like, why isn't this in the medical literature?
1: Ah. Um, well, you know, it's interesting for every one of them, the radiologist who read the report said that the new lesion must have been an artifact because lesions don't go away. Artifact means uh, somebody scratched the lens, like it's not real. So they're not, even, they're not even willing to acknowledge that that was a real lesion that went away. It's incurable, so therefore if it went away, we never really saw it. It's, it makes no sense.
0: It's crazy. It must, that must frustrate the heck out of you.
1: <laughs> I just keep pushing,
0: keep teaching. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for your work. We really appreciate your passion and compassion and, your, and just your enthusiasm.
1: Thank you so much. And the same back to you. Like I said, I mean, you could be doing this all day long and you're always just as perky as when you started. So you're a testament to healthy living. And I always appreciate uh, getting to speak to your audience. So thank you so
0: much. Uh, they love you. Thank you so much, Dr. Goldner. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back again tomorrow for four more shows with contributors from Ooh. the panel. We have Janine Elder, we have Sid Notter, we have Tammy Kramer, and Dr.